Hey everybody, what's going on? My name is Tommy Casabona. We're doing a podcast here. It's about cruising. It's about other things. You never know what it's going to be. Uh, I can tell you one thing. Just, I mean, not unlike yesterday's spaghetti. We're back on the Yeti. Yeti microphone for the summer. This is how it's going to be. We left the bulk of the regular equipment at the K compound, hopefully for a return to that at some point. But, you know, just to be mobile, you know, I'm going to use the Yeti. The Yeti is going to be the prime uh, piece of equipment that you will hear me through the summer on. Uh, we do have the Patreon that's coming back starting tomorrow night. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash always be booked $8 a month. Now, I said it before to you guys. I'm trying to do the best I can as far as being consistent and regular with this podcast. I'm not going to sit here and uh, make some crazy declarations about being able to be weekly, but I'm going to do the best that I can. This is the first uh, day off I've had since I've been here, and uh, it's been quite a run. But yeah, we're back on the Yeti. We're hoping that the peas don't pop too hard, and the bees and the, what else is the, uh, I think it's just the bees and the peas, right? Hopefully they don't come in too hard. I got a sock over the damn thing. Uh, we will continue to monitor and tweak the audio here, but in this episode, we're going to talk about a few things, none of which uh, are less important or less featured than comparisons. We're going to make some comparisons to cruising in general and the city that I moved to, which, if you haven't heard, is Atlantic City on the Jersey Shore, one of the original gambling capitals of the country. But uh, without further ado, let's start the show. Now, we all know it's been a minute, so tell me if this song sounds as good to you as it does to me right now. Oh, we back for another one, right? <laughs> Bags are packed. Hey, Tommy, you ready? Let's go. We going in. Hey. It's the night before the cruising If I'm honest, I ain't sleeping But even if I could, I'd be dreaming About this weekend, all the fun we about to have As we taking this vacation Always be booked on our way to embarkation Cause we know it's in store Pockets and palm trees, tropical sea breeze And frozen daiquiris, oh please Thank you sir, yes I think I'll have another Please don't blow my cover, cause I'm passing on the muster Bring a lover, bring a friend, bring someone you just met It ain't snowing where we going And the good times never end Here's the five more years, drinking beers, running Pierce. Thanks for giving us your ears through the laughter and the tears But we just getting started out here, give us a holler If you're looking, you can find us somewhere south of the Bahamas Getting hotter as we go, cones and we united So sound that horn, cause everybody's invited All aboard and welcome ladies and gentlemen to the Always Be Booked Cruise Cast Show. Coming to you not quite live from high atop the showboat in beautiful Atlantic City, New Jersey. Let me tell you something guys. I gotta I gotta just say it. There's something about uh, the, the work schedule has been grueling. I did, I did close to 100 hours, but about 96, 97 hours last week, if I added correctly. Uh, but there is just something about being 
beside the sea that just changes everything. You know what I mean? If you could see the view I'm looking at right now, this is what, you know, I mean, this is this is why we do what we do when we book these seven, eight, nine, ten night cruises. I'm just looking out there right now on my one day off that I've had so far, and the appreciation is through the roof. It really, really is. There's um, a lot of expectation. There's a lot of anticipation, but there is also a lot of appreciation. And, uh, you know, pressure is a privilege. There is a lot of pressure on me, and pressure is a privilege. And I could say that wholeheartedly because of the fact that, you know, you guys heard the show. You guys heard the trials, the tribulations. Over the past six, seven months, as much as I was trying to get stuff done and do things, it was a matter of kind of really, you know, very, very little human interaction and very, very little feeling of more than just seeing the sun come up and seeing the sun come down. And I'm very, very happy right now that while I am uh, responsible for a lot, a lot of moving parts, uh, we're back in the game, we're living life and, you know, just just making hay, making hay. After those, going after those dollars, trying to figure out the next move and the next move after that. But yeah, so the drive was crazy. I did drive straight through from Florida, from Boca Raton to Atlantic City. I've done that drive probably, I don't know, 14, 15 times. This is probably the first time that I did it. No, this is the first time that I did it straight through. I did the one time from Daytona all the way through because I got a flat tire. But the key is starting at the crack of dawn. That's it. If you start at the crack of dawn right after a good night's sleep... You got a shot of making it the whole way. Now, I got to watch. I talked about it before. The Yeti. I'm watching the levels. I'm seeing the clipping going on a little bit, but we'll be all right. But, yeah, so I get here and right out of the frying pan into the fire. And it's basically a situation where the project is in need of a lot of attention. The project is in need of, uh, let's call it a turnaround. And dare I say, I was put into a situation. Now, I shouldn't say I was surprised because I was expecting surprises. When I'm brought into an emergency situation and I'm told it's an emergency situation, it's safe to bet that I don't or will not know the half of the story or else, you know. There may have been second thoughts. I could tell you there wasn't going to be second thoughts anyway because, like I said, it's it's a it's a project that needs a lot of attention. Long story short, it is a very, very beautiful, gorgeous, expensively built restaurant in the middle of Ocean's Casino. Now, when I say in the middle, that's a lie because what it is is way, way far in the back. Now, how Atlantic City is laid out is that there's a giant boardwalk. The 95% of the hotels and the action that go on in Atlantic City are along the boardwalk. We are along the boardwalk, but unlike most of the other ones that are in the heart of the boardwalk, now we are the nicest hotel, but we are at the very, very beginning of the boardwalk. So there's really no subsequent traffic from other casinos that walk by. It's just us, and then, you know, there's a big gap, and then you have the showboat, which goes into the Hard Rock, which goes into resorts, the Golden Nugget, you know, uh, all, all the other places, uh, tro- the Tropicana, uh, all of them. But the issue is, is that we are at the very front of the boardwalk. So again, it's not going to be a scenario where we're going to get walked by traffic from other places. And to boot, to make it even a little bit more tricky, when you enter the front entrance from the boardwalk to the, to, 
to uh, Ocean's Casino, there are about seven or eight fully functional, fully operational, well-funded and promoted restaurants that are in your path before you get to us. The place is called Serendipity. And uh, again, if you looked it up, you'll see how beautiful it is. Uh, We do have a lot to work on. Despite the fact that location-wise, we are not optimal, which is why I'm talking to people and trying to say, hey, we have to focus on what's inside this hotel. We cannot, at this point, at this juncture, think that we're going to be able to be able to go out and get people from the boardwalk or the convention center. There's just too much, too much between us and them. There's no reason for them to find their way all the way back. We have to... Uh, exist by really, really making sure we maximize what is in the hotel and what is in the event center in the hotel. For instance, there's a lot of concerts, a uh, lot of comedians, a lot of acts that are literally right down, right down the hall from us. You know, it's right around the bend, and uh, that's what it is. So, uh, we also have a lot of staffing issues. The staff uh, goes through the whole winter not making money. So what happens is you don't have a staff that's necessarily of the best talent because of the fact that, you know, if you're not making money and you're good, you're going to go somewhere where there is money. And that's what a lot of people do, and we have to battle that. You know, we have the Sugar Factory that's on the boardwalk, the Hard Rock Casino, and I'm sorry, the Hard Rock Cafe proper is on the boardwalk in the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. You have Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. You have the Land Shark Bar. You have uh, Wet Willies. You have Hooters. You have uh, a slew of mom and pop shops, taquerias, Mexican places. You have the boardwalk. So yeah, it's a battle, but it's a battle that uh, we're saying bring it on to. Was saying bring it on. Before we talk about the comparisons and contrasting, well, it's mostly comparisons between Atlantic City and cruising. I just wanted to weigh in on a couple of stories. Again, I guess we're talking about, you know, people quote unquote falling off of cruise ships again, which we know does not happen. It should just not be allowed to be said. People fell off a cruise ship. Nobody falls off. You know, there's you can't say nobody, right? You can't say nobody because that would be a flat zero, a zero chance of that happening. So you can't get to a full-on zero. But the truth is, is that it really does not happen. 99% of the time, more than 99% of the time, there's either foul play or there's, a, you know, just, uh, what would you say, foul play or murder. I mean, just someone trying to hurt somebody or themselves, that type of thing. I guess certain scenarios where people mess around when they're intoxicated, that can happen too. But nobody's, even in the worst of weather conditions, which we'll also talk about in a minute, Do somebody is, is there ever a scenario where you hear of somebody just whoopsie, I'm plummeting into the ocean, whoops, whoa, I, I, went, I meant to go left, but I went right, and then I tripped over something, and then now I'm in the ocean. No, 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 never. When does that happen? Tell me the closest scenario where somebody legitimately, whoops, I fell. Remember that woman uh, a long time ago? I think her name was Kay. (laughs) And she was a blonde woman in her 40s. And she uh, ended up in the ocean because she got into a fight. She said she fell off the cruise ship. 
but it was hysterical because she fell off or jumped off, whatever she did. She was pissed off at her boyfriend, and she was saved by the Coast Guard and the money shot. The real, the real shot of the whole, I guess, story was her, this pretty blonde woman with a big grin ear to ear and about six or seven, you know, strapping young Coast Guardsmen uh, posing with her celebrating the fact that she was just saved and we all know this is you know oh come save me guys we know that we listen it is what it is but you know there was somebody on a cruise ship that fell off and then there was this other guy that uh the dare the cameron uh there was a gentleman who was with a group of friends who was on a cruise and they went to nassau and they did an excursion a late night uh pirate cruise captain blackbeard captain morgan one of those one of those jolly roger-ish a pirate themed cruise night cruise sunset cruise and unfortunately this guy was dared by his friends to jump in the water and supposedly this guy was a very healthy kid very uh athletic uh was supposed to be some baseball prospect or something and he just you know you can't i don't know what are you gonna say I'm all for having a good time. I'm all for uh, the tomfoolery. I actually jumped off a, of, of, a, of a boat once. My friends and I were in Lake George, and there were some nights in Lake George or days and nights in Lake George where we would just turn that town upside down. For real, we would go out there, maybe 15 of us. There was a time when we got kicked out of two hotels in one weekend, and am I proud of that? Well, I guess, yeah, a little. But the truth is, is... You know, we would just do crazy stuff, and we were on this pontoon boat, you know, and it would kind of, it had some horsepower, so we would just run around the lake, tubing, jet skiing, tubing, jet skiing, uh, some of them were water skiing, not me, of course, but, you know, we would just do weird stuff, and one time we were doing about, I would say, 30 miles per hour, and I know in a car that's not that fast, but, you know, when you're on the water, if you're doing 35 miles an hour, 30 miles an hour, you're moving a little bit. You're creating a little bit of a proverbial wake, and I just decided to say, hey, see ya, and I just backwards just fell off the back of the boat, and of course, what happened, everybody got a great laugh out of it. They had to take the time to slow down, stop, turn around, pick me up, bring me back on the boat. And we were all, you know, middle of the day, though, on a lake. Okay, so it's a little bit of a different story. Uh, our dearly departed friend Cameron, unfortunately, was dared to jump off this ship in the middle of the, of, I guess it was eventually the Atlantic Ocean. Ultimately, the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, and he jumped off. And it was pretty apparent from some of the video right away that this was a huge mistake. There was a buoy. He couldn't get to the buoy. Obviously, you know, the current, if you've ever done this. So if you've ever uh, sailed to San Juan, Puerto Rico, and every time you leave San Juan, Puerto Rico, you'll see the, uh, the pilot. The pilot who boards the ship to help the captain get out of the harbor because he's a local, he knows the waters. And you see them try to uh, deboard the cruise ship and get back onto the pilot ship. If you have ever, ever tried to watch that or video that, you, you're going to waste a lot of battery power because it is a very, very careful process. They have to wait for the exact right moment, even though it's just one step, and they're very, very close, and these guys are professionals. They've been doing it for years, but still, 
it is a very scary scenario, mostly because of the fact that, you know, you're looking into the black abyss. It's very, very dark out there, and those waters can get very deceptively choppy. And unfortunately, Cameron, being young, and I'm not going to knock him, was it stupid? Yes, you can't say it's not stupid. But again, I'm not the one who's out here saying these damn kids, what the, listen, he did a daredevil thing. If he was rescued, everybody would be laughing, talking about how it was dumb, don't ever do that again, that was stupid, but wow, you are a legend. Yes, maybe not a lot of you, maybe not a lot of the uh, you know people who don't necessarily live their life like that and take a little bit more of a careful approach, but a lot of the daredevilers, a lot of the party time people, a lot of the people who are in it for the gram, in it for the story, and I know that's frowned upon by a lot of people, as you know what, probably it should be, but I'm not going to... I'm not going to just give this kid an all-out hard time. He was, you know, he took a shot at doing something. Was it dumb? Yes. But clearly, Cameron, now I would not have done this. This was dumb. I will say that. But again, you do feel like you're on top of the world. You do feel like you're untouchable. Some of the more daredevil things that people do, you wonder what they're thinking. But they end up doing it, and then no harm, no foul. This was different. So he was not able to be rescued. It's so easy, as you guys know, as we all know. I mean, it's a little bit of a statement right there to show, like, how, I guess, hopeless it is to jump off the side of a cruise ship at night or end up in the water in the ocean off a cruise ship at night versus, I mean... Even just a boat, just a smaller pirate ship, like a little, 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 it's basically a boat, a large boat, a larger size boat. You know, just think about it. I think about this sometime, what a difference day and night makes in, in obviously the sea and the water, but just in general, anywhere you are, if, if you're in the woods, in the forest, by a lake, by anywhere, and it's light out, you're thinking nothing of it. You're thinking, oh, this is nice. You're on a hike, whatever. Fine. But then when it switches to nightfall, just that little thing, you're in the same piece of real estate, you're in the same area, you're walking, whereas maybe two and a half hours ago, you were as safe as can be. Oh, but you make a wrong turn. You thought this path zigged when it zagged, and now it's nightfall, and now where the F are you? You don't know, we don't know, nobody knows, and then you start hearing the noises, the sounds. It's the same thing. You're doing the same exact thing when you're just taking it upon yourself to jump into the water at night. You know, boat traffic is probably not as prevalent. Sea creatures that were otherwise not in the area uh, for fear of being caught or seen or disturbed are probably uh, scuttling about. And that was, and you don't want to spend too much time thinking about this, but they did say that. They did say there was a uh, scenario where they thought there was a, a shark that was present. Uh, the video is not 100% clear, and maybe I'll watch it again a couple of times, but that was said that there's a possibility of a shark that is out there. And, uh, you know, Nobody wants to think about. Either way, it's not good. 
because what are you what are you doing out there at the at the at the when dr- when drowning when just straight up drowning is the more positive of scenarios or outcomes then that's that's a serious issue um but we don't want to dwell on this yes the parents started to go fund me to pay for the funeral you know at this time uh i am also pretty critical about GoFundMe people um you know all the people who are out there saying, oh, I want to start a GoFundMe because I want to move to Hollywood and chase my dreams. Screw you, you know. Uh, I want to do a GoFundMe because, you know, we want our dream wedding. You know, screw you, you know. GoFundMes for situations of health, uh, situations of, you know, death and, you know, people who are departed, uh, who can't pay for a funeral. yes. That's what it's for. That's what it, that's what, that's what, you know, I don't know their financial situation. So under the, 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 the current situation of them losing their son and wanting, wanting a proper uh, memorial service for their son, uh, I'm not going to at this time knock the GoFundMe thing in this particular situation. I know it's a case by case thing and they are taking some heat for it, but that's not what they need right now. That is not what that family needs right now at all whatsoever. But uh, all right. So let's, uh, I guess, step away from the morbid stuff and let's get into some of the things. And this was just a thought I had the first couple of days. You guys know we're all obsessed with this thing we call cruising. And uh, it's hard not to compare a lot of vacation types. And uh, this is a vacation. I am not on vacation. Let's be care- clear about that. We all know that. But this is a vac- vacation destination for so many people. And I'm just looking around and I'm like, you know, so many of this and that and this and that reminds me of what we think of when we think of cruising. And I guess I wanted to kind of put it out there and make a little bit of a note of each one. And, uh, you know, some of them are glaring, some of them are subtle, but uh, let's go through each of them one by one. So in Atlantic City, the setup here is that it's mostly on a boardwalk, as I mentioned before. So at any time you're in any of these high risers, you have a full view of the expansive Atlantic Ocean. No, it is not that beautiful Caribbean blue uh, water that you get in South Florida and the Caribbean, but it is the ocean, and anytime you're looking at the ocean, it's absolutely. It actually is. I'm looking at it right now. It does have a nice, a little bit of a nice uh, blue hue to it. Let me take a picture right now, and I'm going to post this in, in the lounge. Check out the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook. It's where we build a community. It's where we kind of do a lot of our interacting. You guys know the rest. If you're a first-time listener to the show, just check it out. Join the it's the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook. And it's where we kind of, you know, we plan our group cruise, which is still open if you guys want to be on the carnival celebration october 8th we're going to san juan the dominican republic and beautiful saint thomas on a i believe a seven-day cruise out of miami we'd love to have you tommy at alwaysbebooked.com for information uh we already got close to 30 people and it's going to be an absolute blast i i mean there's very few absolutes there's very few things you can kind of sit there and make promise about and this is included I won't inc- I won't even promise. But this is about as close to a guarantee that you are going to have the time of your life as you could probably get. Of 
course, there's never a guarantee, but this is about as close as you can get. So definitely, uh, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com if you want a quote or any more information about that. All right, here we go. So that's the first thing. We're by the sea. The sea, we can't argue, guys, if you have cruising in your blood. There is something about looking out your balcony, out a window, uh, over a deck, and seeing the sea, looking at its vastness, the great wide open, the wide blue yonder, and it just has a calming effect. In the various positions, like right now it's sunset. I'm not looking at the sunset, but that's the that's the thing. You, it's so beautiful to look into a sunset, but what you forget is that if you turn around and look at what's behind the sunset, there is, it's so well lit up. I heard on Doug Parker on Cruise Radio, cruiseradio.net, check it out, uh, the best cruise podcast that's out there. Uh, check it out. It is... Um, Sherry Laskin said it, you know, talking about tips for photography. Everybody wants to take a picture of the sunset. And I'm a big sunset guy, as many of you know. But what I'm looking at right now is the light that is coming from the backdrop of the sunset. And it's shining directly back at what I'm looking at right now. And there is just a crystal clarity in the break in the waves, the way they hit the jetties, uh, coming off the seagulls. The horizon is clearly defined, which is which it not always is. It's, it's got to be a very, very clear and dry day for that uh, horizon to be uh, clearly defined. You know what I mean? You go up on that mountaintop in St. Thomas, and as beautiful as that view is, the, the the horizon line looks sometimes a little bit blurry, but it's still beautiful. It's all beautiful. A city by the sea, you come downstairs. My commute to work is to go downstairs in the elevator, go out the back door, which leads right onto the boardwalk, and go right from the showboat, which is where I'm living. So I work in the Oceans Casino, and I live in the showboat which we're going to touch on in a little while because that also kind of comes into play when you're talking about the comparisons. But uh, that's 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 where we're at right now. So it's about a half a mile walk, not even, quarter mile walk. And it's very pleasant. It's just a beautiful way to start and end your day. Uh, the casino and the gambling factor is another obvious one. You know what I mean? You have just loaded with casinos and you have perks that are associated with this. So whether it's a hotel and a casino... Or whether it's a cruise ship, you are rewarded. You are given perks. You are given optimal pricing. You are given upgrades. You are given so much just in the way of your level of gamesmanship. And that's not the right way to say that word, but I did it anyway. The, 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 the level of gaming, oh, there's a beautiful boat. There must be an inlet that I'm not seeing because these beautiful, I don't want to see. Yeah, this that's a yacht. That's a yacht that's going in there right now. Um, let's take a picture of the yacht. This is this is just I mean it's nice guys I'm sorry. Yeah, this is a uh, snap this. Got it. Um just just the more you play, the more of an upgraded experience that you're going to have. And it doesn't just stop with optimal pricing on the cruise or on the hotel room, you know, in many ways you'll get onboard credit uh on in casinos you'll get complimentary meals you'll get complimentary transportation so much is associated with your ability and willingness to put money your money up at risk in the way of having a good time in most cases with either slots or blackjack or craps or roulette or poker 
or any other games that they have. So the casinos uh, and the gambling is a huge part of the experience, whether you take part or not, in cruising and you know just being in and around the casino. All right, so another one, moving on to the next one, it's they're all self-contained, okay? So when you go to a cruise ship, it's a very unique type of vacation because that cruise ship is built to entertain you around every corner with every step you take and every move you make. I'll be watching you. Every single breath. I, I don't know the whole song. I don't know. The, I'm not a big police guy. I don't know Sting like the back of my hand, and it's not my fault. I was trying to integrate because I, 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 I uh, unknowingly did it involuntarily, but then I tried to incorporate the song, and it didn't necessarily work out the way we had all hoped, and now we should probably move on. But they're all self-contained. So if you're on a cruise ship, Everything you want, everything you need is right on that ship. It's a very, very similar situation and a a similar scenario in a casino. And, you know, a casino, you could kind of give that a little bit of the same feel as an all-inclusive resort. We never think of casino hotels as all-inclusive resorts, but in in a in a lot of ways they are now yes all inclusive resorts are because you know they're exactly that they're all inclusive and you don't necessarily uh, and we know cruising and all inclusives are getting much more creative at getting you to come with that quote unquote fresh wallet and dig deeper into your pockets than you otherwise thought you would have but at the same time casinos aren't even playing that game they're charging you for certain things but again if you gamble The more you gamble, the more you play, the more you risk, the more money you put up, the more of a chance you have to get that closer to an all-inclusive experience. But like I said, you can go in to a regular casino and pretty much not want for anything, which is important for me because like I said, I am in the showboat, which is an old school place. But the truth is, is that I have to, uh, you know, if I ever want anything, I can tell you right now. It is a very, very long and exhausting walk to get to my vehicle. The, the, the scenario is, is that I'm allowed to park for free in Ocean's Casino. And just to get out of the showboat, there is a lot of walking. It's a very big property, square footage-wise. I'm not saying it's not the tallest building. But width-wise and trying to get out, you have to do a good amount of walking just to get out of the freaking building, uh, which is a side note, a pain in the ass because these key cards very often malfunction and there's nothing worse than that, doing a 14 and a half hour day and then spending the, uh, I don't know what it is, quarter to a half a mile walk from the car into the casino up to the room only to find out that your key has been zapped because it was less than a foot and a half away from another key or your cell phone. Uh, The technology has gotten better. I'm not sure why the showboat is sticking with these very fragile swipes, magnetic cards. Anyway, uh, so, so yeah, so where was I I going, going with that? Just just the distance. Yeah, so I was just saying, basically, it's good that they're self-contained because any move I want to make, and if I have to carry anything of substance, it's a nightmare. I'm going to have to get one of those, I guess, you know, homeless people carts because I went shopping today, 
and I got just a few items, including a gallon of water. So between the one gallon of water and the one full bag, I'm like literally dragging and trudging almost a half a mile with serious weight on my person. So, you know, aside from the weight that I already have that we all know about, but uh, it is what it is. But that's, it's just, they're very self-contained and anything you want on a cruise ship and anything you'll want in one of these casino hotels is within the hotel. Uh, Another thing is they are filled with brick and mortar venues that are within the operation and they're built and sort of built as their own entity. But the reality is that they are funded, attached, owned, and operated by the major company. So, for instance, when you walk into a guy's burger uh, on the celebrate, well, that's a bad example. Maybe the piano bar or maybe Sid Norman's on Norwegian. Uh, what it is and what it's designed to do is give you a feel that, hey, this is just, you know, like a Playmakers sports bar uh, on Royal Caribbean. It's designed to look and feel like it's its own thing. You know, a lot of times the staff will have separate uniforms than the regular crew that in one of the lobby bars that you'll have. It's just meant to, it's designed to have its own kind of feel. The casinos have that same exact thing. So I could tell you, for instance, you know, Serendipity, we are not a casino operation, but there's a place called, you know, the um, Sinner and Saint, and it's a whiskey bar. And it's a beautiful whiskey bar. If you were going to try to build this bar out as a land-based operation, you would have to f- you would have to really, really fund it. You would have to really get some good people to run it, and you would have to really br- and they bring in good entertainment like acoustic and you know three and four piece bands, and they have an exp- extensive whiskey collection and draft beer, and it's very, very well lit with very, very high end presentations to the food. A very beautiful, but it's ba- it's the casino. The casino owns it, operates it, staffs it. So it's a little bit of a, uh, you know, like a smokescreen. You know, they're trying to, this is really just an operation within the casino. It's part of the casino. But at the same time, they're trying to make you think that this is a separate entity that does this professionally on its own, that has a name to it. And it just so happened to rent out space within the casino. But then when you go inside, you'll see people who are clearly casino employees. Like they'll have the casino uh, vest on. You can see that they're in the union because a lot of them, if you listen, um, let's be honest here. You know, if you're going to open up a hip, cool ass, cool ass cocktail bar with uh, 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 craft forward cocktails, and ex- you're going to get a certain type of bartender to run that. You're going to get, you know, the guy with the mustache, the guy who knows, or, or the, the really ultra pretty young girl who is obsessed with making craft cocktails. No, everything around this screams cocktail bar. But then when you go to the bar, it's a name tag person who could be in their 60s, which is fine because we're not ageists, but they don't know anything about a whiskey. They just in a union and they're in a, they're, they're in the, 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 the gaming the, the the casino union, and they're guaranteed that job. So that's the the where you say, oh yeah, that's right. Same thing with the nightclubs. There'll be nightclubs that are promoter driven, ultra high D, yet your poorly D's uh, DJing crazy high level DJs. But then you say you'll see the same thing. There'll be the um, you know, again calling it like I was calling it what it is. The sixty pound overweight, 
you know, middle-aged guy who is nothing, who, 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 nothing about this guy says nightclub, but he's there because he's in the union and he works for the casino. So it's a similar scenario with the cruise ships in that there will be uh, internal venues that look to be third parties, ultra hip third party entities, but they're really built and operated and owned and the revenue is all going to the casino. Um, all right, next one. Isolated. Okay, this is an interesting one. Like many ports of call that you'll go to, you'll see where you want to be in the resort. You'll see the tourist-friendly areas. And then you take two steps away from there. You are in a third-world country, literally. Now, in Atlantic City, it's the exact same thing. I could tell you not it's an urban, you know, it, it, it's an urban dystopian nightmare, but the truth is is that when you are in these casinos, you are living in the lap of luxury. There are pools, there are cabanas, there are I mean just everywhere you look, just places for like on cruise ships, places for no reason with ultra fancy, ultra streamlined hip and sleek lounges to just chill in as you're going from one place to another. Oh, look at this beautiful area just to sit down in for no reason. And you do. You sit down. You have a drink. The hotel is gorgeous. Everything's pristine, skyscraper-esque, rooftop bars. Everything's beautiful. You walk outside these casinos one block up to Connecticut Avenue, and that's it. You're living in a nightmare. Tweakers. I mean, people who just are in a bad way. There was nothing. There's not a grocery store here. They can't, you know, there was one Walgreens that I saw that I went in. And I could tell you right now that uh, this is not the Walgreens you want to be in. Everything is locked. Bars of soap are locked down. You got to get a manager to go get a key to open up the bars of soap. I mean, and you just drive around and you look. It's just really, it feels like, I don't know. It just, what I think of, see, when I see stuff like that, it reminds me of old day, old, old time, the 80s. And the reason I say is the 80s is because I'm from New York. And New York is when the 80s were bad. I haven't seen it that bad in New York since the 80s, but I distinctly remember being in the Bronx, being in Times Square, and seeing just the dystopian just conditions that are all around you, you know? And uh, that's what you see here. And it's like, you know, if, if you look at Rocky Rocky 3, or, yeah, Rocky 3, when he goes to back to California with Apollo in the hood, do-do-do-do, take me back. And where he lost the eye of the tiger, so Apollo's trying to get it back. It just it reminds me of a, a time 20, 30 years ago is what it looks like to me when I walk around. Just people who are just in a bad way, doing drugs in the middle of the street. You got to drive on around the streets a little bit. If you want to get out, I got to go pick up liquor sometimes. I got to do things. I got to run to banks. And you go and you see just, I mean, just a sad state of the city. Just outside of the most pristine, most beautiful resort you'll ever see. So you get that. Whether you're talking about being on a cruise ship and then right outside into Grand Turk a little bit or into St. Lucia a little bit or into uh, Jamaica a little bit 
or you're talking about just being at the, the popular resorts in terms of cruising, same thing. Similar scenario with Atlantic City. Just steps away from the front door of these ultra-lavish casinos is a, is a horrible, horrible world, a nightmare world. Um, here's, here's an interesting one too. So hotels, they're being built. They're always being built. New hotels, like maybe one of the newer ones or, you know, the newer ones here are like oceans. And the ones that are kept up beautifully are places like the Borgata, which is not new anymore, but it's still one of the most beautiful. You got the new Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. None of these are that new. They've been around, but they are very, very beautiful uh, pieces of property. And I kind of equate them to like Oasis class ships, like, you know, the, the newer and better cruise ships that are out there. But then you... You know, you have places like, excuse me, I don't know if you heard that. Uh, you have places like what I'm in right now, right next door, which is the showboat. And as nice as it is, as good a job as they possibly can do to keep up with it, it's a fantasy class ship. You know what I mean? It's a old, it's a, it's a classic carnival, wacky dated decor. Why, uh, outdated rooms somewhat to some degree. It's not bad. It's comfortable. It's good. This stuff to do, this fun to be had, this food and drinks to be eaten and drank. It's a nice place. They clean it. People are working hard here, but it's very old. You could tell by the carpet. You could tell by the, I don't know if it's wallpaper, whatever it is. I don't know what I'm in right now. The curtains, everything. It's just a little bit dated. I am not hypersensitive to that so it doesn't necessarily bother me but nevertheless it is present so that's a that's a similarity between cruising is that you have this big boardwalk strip of various different types of class of resorts kind of comparing it to different types of classes of cruise ships and that's why i think i'm in this one is because you know this is the uh you know this is this is this is the one that gives you the good deal on uh, taking up a full-on residency. If I wanted to stay full-time for three, four months at Oceans, you know, you're looking at a couple of hundred dollars a night. That's not the same scenario here at the showboat. Uh, All right, and the last one I have. This is the last one, guys. Final one. In general, they both, Atlantic City and cruising alike, both, in my opinion, get an un- fair bad rap from outsiders people talk about cruising the overfed newlywed nearly dead all the other stuff the floating petri dish the problems i'm how i'm 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 herded around like cattle it's all a bunch of crap we all know that when you go on a cruise you got to be a freaking real real negative nancy and I don't mean to use the word Nancy because there's so many Nancys out there that are so positive. Shout out to nautical nurse Nancy, uh, all those people out there. Uh, negative Nancys that just put it down. And we know that there is something very, very special about cruising. We know that there, uh, if you do go on a cruise and you have any type of an open mind whatsoever, it's going to be a very hard time for you to not have a good time. I think we could all agree on that. Now, I'm going to take that over and say the same thing about Atlantic City. Atlantic City, people talk about, you know, the cracked out gamblers, 
the smoking in the casino with the one-armed bandits who just sit there and they've dedicated their lives to the slot machines, uh, the, the, the people who are on benders sitting at the table, and that's interesting. I will say that. So I do a couple of days a week where I got to be there at 8 o'clock in the morning. And those days, it's very, very interesting to wander through the casino on the way to serendipity and seeing those people that are in ruffled suits with, I mean, 15-pound bags under their eyes that you know that they are. There's a chance that they're on a bender. They've been going all night. And they might be putting the better part of their mortgage on that freaking blackjack table. And it's a little sad. It definitely is a little sad, but it's true. Is what it is. Um, but beyond that, what I'm saying is, is that people give it a bad rap. In general, if you have control of all of your quote unquote, I guess if you don't, if you're not addicted to gambling, this is a very pleasant place to be. Because not only am I looking at the water, the ocean, I'm also looking at. A pool, a resort, cabanas. I have a full view of Ocean's Casino. Again, I'm going to post it after I post this episode. And it's just nice. And the direction that I post this picture of is the opposite direction of all the action. I just walked the whole boardwalk today because, like I said, it was my first day off. And it was really nice. It was cool. It was a very, very carnival, fair-like atmosphere. Is it the classiest thing in the world? Is it the most high-end experience you're going to get? No, but you're in a part of you're you're experiencing a part of yesteryear. The Atlantic City Boardwalk. There's a lot of history to it. There's a steel pier where it has a Ferris wheel, where it has you know what do you call that the um you know the the slingshot that shoots shoots you up into the sky. It's got beach bars. It's got boardwalk bars. It's got people that are walking around that it's hard to be in a bad mood. Yes, that's boardwalk. A block to the west, of course, I told you, it's bad. But on this boardwalk where you're seeing all these festive places, it's just a nice place to be. And pick a casino. Just walk into uh Caesars, walk into the trap, walk into Hard Rock, walk into Oceans. They're all this place that I live in right now, what it lacks in modern decor, it makes up for because it's going under a huge renovation. What they're doing is while I was here, they were building it and now it's finished. Uh, uh, well, first of all, it's got one of the biggest arcades I've ever seen. And it's also got a very high-end uh, Formula One go-kart track, indoors, a large one. It's got uh, bumper cars. It's got a roller skating rink. It's got uh, multiple places to eat and drink. It's got a mini golf place. And under construction right now, and you look this up, this is a very, very sought-after huge project, is what they're billing as the largest indoor water park by the sea yes i know that's a lot of specifics to give you to give it such a distinction it's a very specific anytime you're going to award yourself the best of something you can be that if you add enough specifics to it and that's what they're doing indoor seaside water park this is going to be the biggest in the world having said that it does look pretty impressive and this is all the showboat the showboat has all this so 
I, when I told some of my friends, not even friends, just people that I know from back in the day who I just happened to be following me on Instagram, I posted the picture. I'm in the show, but a lot of multiple people asked me, oh, when's the water park opening? So people know about this water park. So there is a lot to celebrate and a lot to enjoy. If you're staying in Atlantic City, if you decide to come to Atlantic City, I'm telling you, you're going to be able to have a good time. You know, but many people like to take the cheap, easy, low-lying fruit way out and say, eh, it's for crackheads. It's a cra- It's a horrible city. It's no Vegas. It's a sad place. It died once Philly got casinos of their own. None of this stuff is true. I'm telling you, you come here, you're going to have a good time. Similarly to knowing full well you're going to have a good time on a cruise despite the fact that half the freaking world likes to shit on it. That's all I got, guys. That's pretty much it. Glad to be back. I definitely missed you guys 100%. Hope you guys missed me too a little bit. I know a lot of people just bailed out already. I don't blame them. I don't blame the people who kind of bailed out because I'm coming and going. But, you know, this is what it is right now. This is where I am at my 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 stage in my life. And this is what I got to do. But, yeah, definitely join the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook if you want to show five nights a week starting tomorrow. Uh, patreon.com slash always be booked and uh yeah instagram always be booked there's still plenty of stuff on youtube that i know you didn't see so check that out always be booked on youtube and if you want to book a cruise specifically the pirates and pier runners cruise that's in october or any cruise for that matter hit me up tommy at always be you guys are the best boat drinks